Welcome to the His Light and Life podcast with your host, Mark, who will be your guide to enhance, deepen, and enrich your Christian life. To turn your focus away from just getting by to walking with God in His light and life. Welcome back to His Light and Life podcast designed to equip you, help you along your journey and your victory in the Lord, sharing in the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today I want to just, over the last little while, we'll be going over a couple of overviews. I really want to lay a foundation. I'm I'm going to break some of these things down and get into a little more depth. But initially, I just feel it's important to cover some of the ideas, some of the common sort of um, maybe simple misconceptions that if they're there at the beginning, they really can be, they have to almost be rooted out later. It's almost like if you're, it's almost like if you're a gardener and I'm not, but if you were, I've seen them. It, a garden requires continuous maintenance right from the time the seeds are sown till you ultimately get the harvest. And the Christian life, as I'm going to share more and more, is very, very simple. God intended for all of his children to walk in victory. Jesus has paid the price for that victory and yieldedness is the key. Simply saying, Father God, be unto me according to thy will, it gets you 90% of the way there. But along the way, there's there's sort of a lot of there's a lot of misconceptions about Christianity that we all bring with us. And and then unfortunately a lot of them we hear after afterwards and they can take root very, very quickly. The idea is in this life, um, the dandelions are the norm. Weeds, thistles, and thorns are the norm. If you're going to have a, a, a green lawn, you're not, uh, the, the, the weeds, thistles, and thorns are not the invading force. The grasses, because the natural order of this world, fallen in Adam, is to produce weeds, thistles, and thorns. So you can have a perfectly manicured lawn, but it needs to be maintained. There's a maintenance that has to occur. And Christianity, the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ, is not the norm of this fallen world. It is contrary to this fallen world. But within you, you can produce a garden of God where you are living a life that is very, very much in contrast to the world that's going on around you. Sometimes, unfortunately, many people believe that, you know, in, how shall I say this, just imposing that world within upon the world around them. And the results of that have pretty much been the foundation of the problems and the messes we're in and a lot of those problems and messes result in thinking amongst christians that i don't like to see i don't like to say so much that it's wrong but more that it's just a little incomplete and it can be a hindrance touch on i want to touch on a couple of those today first of all the foundation being the bible is a very incomplete book in concerning the timeline that it covers. And a lot of a lot of Christians don't realize this that the Bible is not the answer 
to all of this world's situations and circumstances. It certainly deals with the relationship of the two bloodlines, and we're going to get into that in a second. But I just want to say, if you looked at a history book, a book that covered all of world history and was type, you know, the, you know, and the book was titled, you know, the entirety of world history. And you were to look at the title of that book, you would say to yourself, well, okay. it's 95 pages. Well, I don't think that in 95 pages, we're going to get all of that covered. And if you look at all of the empires that have been all of the, all of the people that have been on this earth and this, and the, and the thousands of years of timeline that the the Bible covers, it can only touch about on a very few things. And it does only touch on a very few things. In my debates early on with, I used to, I do not debate anymore, but in years ago, I would debate some atheists from time to time. And that was always something that seemed to come up. And the view of the atheist, of course, is that the Bible is, you know, God's complete, you know, Britannica, Encyclopedia Britannica of all of everything imaginable. And therefore, you know, when you come along, you know, science has come along and just proven this wrong and proven this and proven this and proven this by the by the modernity. The thinking is, okay. in the course of time, the Bible has been outstripped. The Bible has been, you know, it's been passed by. That it was a, you know, a, a, a book that was primarily founded in mythology a long, long time ago. And as we've learned this and this and this and this, we've, we've moved way past the thinking of the Bible. And if you, get it, if you chase them down that road, you'll lose. Because though there's a lot of verses that will answer pretty much any questions they have, you pretty much have to know your stuff pretty good to, to be able to do that in real time. But if you think about it, in that sense, then the Bible will be confusing to you. If you think about it in this sense, it will not be confusing to you at all. The Bible follows a storyline and the storyline that it follows is emphasized in a bloodline. So it isn't the history of everything. It's the story of a path that led from in the beginning, God to at the end, God, where God was all in all at the beginning and he's all in all at the end, but his will, his plan, his purpose was completely implemented in time. So when I think of the Bible in many respects, I think of the beginning of it and we're not going before it because God in eternity past is another topic we're going to talk about another day. But just in the, in the realm of time where God forms man out of the sand, the dust of the ground to you have the city of God coming down out of heaven and God is amongst men. Those events, by and large, for the most part, occur in time. And in the timeline that they occur, it's very, it deals with a very, very specific subject matter. And, and, and when you see the fall of Adam, you, you really have to begin to go down the bloodline of the redemption of God's elect. And if you stay there, you're going to find that there's really two bloodlines that you're going to follow. And those bloodlines you see, um, one a natural bloodline and one a spiritual bloodline. And you see them come start as a starting point in Abraham. And God promised Abraham that he would have descendants as the sand of the sea and descendants as the stars of the sky. That Abraham would have an earthly lineage 
and that he would have a spiritual lineage. As remember, we're going to get into Abraham more in depth, but Abraham was fatherless. He couldn't have children. He has a miracle child with his wife, Sarah. They name him Isaac. And it's through Isaac that now Abraham is going to have a lineage. Back then, to not have a lineage, a bloodline that followed you was just the worst case scenario. And Abraham and his wife, Sarah, were childless. God intervenes in a, in a miraculous way, and Abraham bears a child. His name's Isaac, and then Isaac has two sons, Jacob and Esau, and one right there you see a split, and you see a split of the bloodlines. The, blood, the, the Bible doesn't follow the history of Esau at that point. I mean, the history of Esau at that point is far, far, far greater than the, than the history, than the, the bloodline of Jacob. Because out of Esau, you essentially have all the nations of the world. There's a lot of subject matter to write on. But with Jacob, we have the 12 tribes of Israel. So you see that first split and, and the bloodline of Esau goes in one direction and the blood of Jacob, the bloodline of Jacob goes in another direction and the Bible follows Jacob. So that's what I mean when I say that the Bible is very incomplete in the sense of the timeline that it covers because it's not intent upon covering the events of mankind. It is intent on covering the, the history, travelings, and events of a nation of people. And that nation of people came out of Jacob. So we're going to get into the heaviness or the, the more in-depth on the lineage of that earthly bloodline. But I also want to point out at this point that Abraham also was told to look up and count the stars of the sky if he could. Because God said, not only are you going to have a descendant, a bloodline like the sand of the sea, but you're going to have another bloodline. I can imagine what Abraham thought at that point. That is going to be numbered like the stars of the sky. And that is a completely different bloodline. And that bloodline, as we know, as we'll follow through and expound on it, is the church. And so you have one bloodline, an earthly bloodline, that was going to be a where God had elected a nation out of all nations, the children of Israel. And we're going to follow their path in the days ahead. But God also had elected a group of people, individuals, out of all nations. So I'm just going to say that again for clarity. The sand of the sea, Abraham was given a promise that he would have descendants like the sand of the sea and the stars of the sky. The sand of the sea is an earthly heritage. It's an earthly lineage. And we know that that plays itself out in the 12 tribes of Israel. Abraham had Isaac, Isaac had Jacob, Jacob had well, 13 sons, but 12 of them became the names of the nations of Israel, the tribe of Israel, the tribes of Israel. On the other side, the stars of the sky, that's where God elected out of all the nations, a people peculiar unto himself. Okay. So one had an earthly Exodus story that took place literally in their deliverance. And we go through a spiritual exodus. One had a, one had a, a earthly tabernacle and temple, and we are a heavenly tabernacle and temple. One had a very specific call and purpose in the earth. 
with earthly blessings, we have a very specific intention and call in the earth with heavenly blessings. One was prospered financially, we are prospered spiritually. One had an atonement for their sins that had to take place at once every year. We have an atonement for our sins that took place once and for all. So we're going to break that down further in the days ahead. But I just wanted to point out today for expediency, the bloodlines that we're going to travel and the, the differences between the two. And you're going to see how both of those play out in the days ahead. Thank you for joining His Light and Life. Today was just a snapshot. We were talking about some of the things in relationship to the bloodline and the purpose of the Bible. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and uh, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to His Light and Life. Do you have questions or want to speak with Mark? Please reach out using the email in the description. We'll see you next time on His Light and Life.